0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Oh, super cool. Guys, we're we're already at episode 3. Now, I know I can say that I never thought I would be at episode 3. Um, I'm curious, did you ever think we'd get here? This is a huge milestone. This is our very first third episode. So, I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Um, We got some stuff to talk about. It was a slow week. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a slow week. This is probably going to be a pretty short podcast. Um, Trying some new things with my audio. I've got my gain way down. Now, does that mean anything to you? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I got my gain way down to hopefully cut down on some of the echo in this room. Like I said last week, I'm, I'm learning. We're figuring things out. I think one thing that I've learned for certain Is that I'm using a very cheap microphone. Uh, Even with the gain way down, if I start talking loudly, it's just gonna sound bad. It's not even gonna be that it's too loud, it's just gonna be that it's bad. But we persevere, we move on, we learn, we grow. Um, I tried listening to myself in the headphones, but I'm getting a crazy delay, and that's just impossible. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna listen to myself. While I'm talking, if it's just a delay, you know what that's like when you're on the phone with somebody and you're like, I can hear myself and, and you're, you're listening to yourself and you're processing yourself while you're talking. And so it's like, you're almost not even sure what you're saying. I won't do it. So, um, I'm taking my headphones off because right now they're useless. They're honestly, they're just for show and no one's watching. So what's the point? So last week I teased some office drama and I thought I would go ahead and fill you in on that. Um, I work at a video production company in Charlotte and our office up until very recently was a, 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 a warehouse, like a 5,000 square foot warehouse, which sounds cool um, and it was kind of cool but it was also very disgusting. It was just a very dark, dank, dirty a uh, place to be and you just always felt dusty and uh it kind of always had this smell of like you know that smell when you've just been outside like that's how the office smelled at all times um so when i started i was like well this is awesome but then shortly after i was like oh no this is gross um but i spent a lot of time weeks weeks trying to make this house a home and we brought in art and photos and lamps. And we changed all the lighting in that space. We brought a ping pong table in so we could play ping pong. So it actually felt like a place that you wanted to spend eight hours of your day. Uh, And it was awesome. And we really started to love it. And then we got notification that, um, I guess it just didn't pass any inspections um, because the city came in and was like, oh, you guys have to leave like immediately. So we found out the hard way that, um, yeah, you got to get your building inspected. Our landlord was kind of, uh, not such a good guy and, um, didn't let us know that. Yeah. Just didn't pass any inspections, specifically the electrical inspection. Um, so very dangerous. We were at risk pretty much at all times. Oh, was super cool. And so, yeah, so the city was like, yeah, you guys have to leave. So they kicked us out. <laughs> And we started working in a shared co-working space and it's sort of TBD how long we're going to be there. Um, I'm going to be going next week to start looking at new spaces um, that hopefully fulfill all of our needs. Ping pong, obviously. Um, But yeah, it was crazy how basically they said you have to leave. And not only like did we just have to, you know, exit the premises, we had to get everything out. So we came in on the weekend and we started, uh, you know, emptying all the offices and, um, you know, we had movers come in and we put some stuff in storage and we put some stuff in my boss's house. Um, we brought some stuff with us to the new co-working space and yeah, it was weird going back in there on that last day and it was just empty. And so, um, yeah, sad, sad end of an era, but, um, exciting that, um, a new office that is hopefully much less gross is on the horizon. So yeah, that was the office drama. Just kind of wanted to fill you in on that. Um, I, I gotta I gotta say this shared co-working space is uh it's very cool it's very cool and very good uh, because they have lots of free food and snacks just all the time you can I, I go up to the front and I get myself a a uh, a lacroix a pompamous lacroix and uh you know some some trail mix just whenever I'm whenever I'm feeling it and it's free it's fantastic um, but the downside is that we don't have individual controls of the thermostat in our little rooms. And there's four of us in one little office and we're all on top of each other. And it is just like a sweatshop in there. Um, it's, uh, I, it's just, just set the thermostat to like 70 and just leave it all year round. Just leave it. I know it's cold outside, but if you crank the heat inside now I'm sweating, I dressed, for cold weather outside. And now I'm inside and I'm sweating. So I'm not a huge fan of that. And so I have a fan. I have a box fan, speaking of fans, uh, underneath my desk blowing cool air up at me because it's just, it's too hot. So yeah, so that's the work drama. Just wanted to fill you in. Um, But let's move on. Let's move on to popular culture. There were some things I wanted to talk about uh, that happened in popular culture. I'm not going to lie. A lot of it revolves around Marvel, that's just Marvel's got it going on right now. A lot of things are happening. So a lot of it revolves around Marvel, but I'm going to start with the matrix resurrections. They just dropped a new trailer and it is very cool looking. And I also think it gives away way too much. Now, that being said, I still have no idea what's going on. I freaking loved the original matrix 1999. Such a good movie, groundbreaking in just about every way possible. So groundbreaking, in fact, that movies still to this day, more than 20 years later, are parodying the bullet time effect. Uh, so yeah, it definitely was a trendsetter. And, um, you know, the sequels, I think when I first saw them, I maybe I just didn't get them, but I wasn't a huge fan of the sequels because I think A, they were maybe a little too in their own heads about like being smart. But I think B, they, they knew exactly what they could do with visual effects in the first one. And in the second and third one, they were just like, well, we can do anything now. So, um, they tried and I think failed. The, the visual effects were just not that great in reloaded and, uh, resolutions. No, that can't be right. Rel- Rezo- revel- revelations, revolutions, maybe it's revolutions. I don't know. I haven't seen it since it came out in like 2003. I, I, I like, I, I really enjoy the matrix lore, the idea of the matrix. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in love with the fact that the political right has sort of, um, <laughs> sort of commandeered the idea of like, of like red pilling yourself and like disconnecting from the government control system. Um, I think if, if they were, if they knew what they were talking about, they would realize that uh, the whole film was, <laughs> was about these directors wanting to come out as trans. Uh, but sure, go ahead and red pill yourself. That's fine. So yeah, I loved the original one. Uh, the I was okay on the, on the sequels. Um, and then, you know, almost 20 years goes by and, and, and now there's a new one, um, Resurrections, very biblical. But I think it looks really good. And judging by the first trailer, I was like, oh, I have no idea what is happening or who any of these people are. Uh, and now they've released a second trailer. And I, I'm i more confused than I was before, but I still think they gave away too much. So if you want to go in blind to the new Matrix movie, I think it comes out on Christmas Day or thereabouts. Uh, and I think it also, since it's Warner brothers, it will stream on HBO max on the same day as it releases. So you can watch it from home if you want. I think it's probably the kind of movie you should see in a theater, but you know, this is each his own, but yeah, if you want to go in blind, don't watch the second trailer. Uh, I don't think it gives anything away because again, I left the trailer thinking I don't understand, but I saw some things that made me sort of think, uh, Oh, maybe I, maybe I would have preferred to see this for the first time in the movie. And that happens all the time. Movie studios do not understand that you, you can't just show everything from the movie in the trailer because then people don't want to go see your movie They They think, Oh, we just need, we need to show a, a, a shot from every scene in the movie. And then people will be excited about it. And it's like, I'm already, I, I'm, I'm excited. Just the fact that there is a new matrix movie, the fact that there, there is another Spider-Man movie coming out, like, I'm I'm hooked. You don't have to you don't have to keep showing new trailers the whole last month before Ghostbusters came out. And yes, we're not going to go a whole podcast without me talking about Ghostbusters. The whole last month, I was like avoiding trailers and TV spots because they just keep showing more and more stuff. It's like I'm already you you got me already. And for anyone who maybe didn't see those first trailers and TV spots, people who aren't, you know, super fans, casual moviegoers. They don't need to see new footage. Just show them the first trailer and they'll go. So I have a, I mean, that's, Hey, that's a topic for another day, but yeah, I'm super interested to see where this goes because I don't want this new matrix movie to be just the first one again. And I, I, I think maybe it's not question mark. I I just, I don't know. Um, but I, but You know, if you think back to the first one, uh, John Anderson, Mr. Anderson, uh, he's like a he works at like a software company or something. But in this new one, in the first trailer, at least, he looks he looks loaded. He looks very wealthy. He is like his apartment is this like high rise apartment. And he he doesn't seem to be as uh, (laughs) as like lower class we'll call it lower middle class as he did in the original so uh and then also going back to the first trailer um that jonathan groff character is like oh after all this time you're going back to the matrix so i wonder if like if john anderson in this new movie is like an a writer or a filmmaker or something and he maybe wrote a, a book or a movie about something like the matrix and now he's coming back to it Look, I'm making all this up. I have literally nothing to support my my claims, so don't listen to me because I'm just I'm just I'm talking out of my ass. Okay, all that to say, it looks super interesting. The effects look great. The new cast looks awesome. Um, it's beautifully shot. This is not um, not by both of the Wachowskis. It's just by Lana this time. So I wonder what difference that will make. Because look, if I'm being honest, the last few. Wachowski movies have not been <laughs> have not been my favorites. Um, I think they are revolutionary filmmakers, but I think maybe they're too far ahead of their time. Um that Jupiter Ascending movie, um, I don't I don't like to here's the thing. I don't like to disparage filmmakers because I know how hard it is to make a film, and I know how hard it is to do anything original, uh, and they always do. But man, Jupiter Ascending was hard to watch. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. Uh, if you didn't see it, don't, don't, don't see it still because it's not very good. Um, so that was the matrix resurrections trailer. Looks good. I'm, I'm here. I'm on board. Don't show me anything else. Uh, I, it'll be out in 15 days, give or take. So I'm good with it. The next little bit of news is that, uh, Shang-Chi Marvel's Shang-Chi just announced that it's getting a sequel. I think that's very good. I think in fact, I would say That's super cool. Um, I loved the first one. I love Shang Chi. I mean, it just came out this year, um, and it makes sense. Look, let's be real. Uh, We are in Marvel's Phase Four. I think we're past them just making one and seeing if it works. They know what they're doing, man. I think it's just it was just announced that they're making a sequel, but I betcha, I betcha, they've got all of these sequels planned out for years. I I would, I would. I would hazard a guess that the next 10 plus years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is planned out already. They know that all these other movies are getting sequels and where these characters are showing up in in relationship to TV shows and movies. Uh, so I think it was just announced that it's getting a sequel. And I think that's great because the first one was was really well done. Um, I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Um, that actor, Simu Liu, um, was is just so charismatic and charming. Uh, I really like him and, um, I'm looking forward to seeing him pop up in other Marvel properties. And that is the beauty of Marvel, which we talked about last week. So I'm not going to go into it again, but speaking of Marvel, (laughs) um, comicbook.com is reporting that Kevin Feige head of Marvel, Marvel head of Marvel. I don't know. Head of Marvel studios. I think, um, says that, and I'm going to quote him here. He says, If you were to see Daredevil in upcoming things, Charlie Cox, yes, would be the actor playing Daredevil. Now, if you, sorry, end quote. Now, if you go back a couple of years to Netflix's Daredevil series, um, the actor that played Daredevil, Charlie Cox, uh, I freaking loved those shows. I didn't love all the shows. Uh, I thought... Daredevil was fantastic. I thought the Punisher was awesome. I thought uh, Luke Cage was um, kind of ridiculous. And I thought Jessica Jones was good and fine. Uh, I didn't really like Iron Fist very much. uh, And that's why um, he probably will never come back. (laughs) But uh, the fact that the MCU is basically saying, yes, if we see Daredevil in the future, uh, it's going to be Charlie Cox. And I think that's great because I think he did a great job and I think he deserves to come back because he said many times he hopes he gets to come back. And I think that extends to everyone in that in that cast, including Vincent D'Onofrio as um, as Kingpin. Now, there are rumblings that Kingpin is going to show up in this Hawkeye series. And again, I hope he does. Now, I just said again, as if I've said this before, I haven't. I hope he does show up in the Hawkeye series. Because I think Vincent D'Onofrio was great. I think his Kingpin was awesome, and I think it's another way to sort of ground those TV shows in in a in a, an on the ground reality that you don't really get from your Shang Chis or your Captain's Marvel. Uh, you know these big y- your Loki's shows that sort of take place in in space. <laughs> um, I think it's great to have you have a villain that is uh, hey he's just a mob guy. Who uh wants to take over New York. That's great. And we've got plenty of people in New York who can handle him. Um now Twitter is all a buzz. All a all a how do you what do you what would you because birds don't, don't don't buzz. Um oh, all a Twitter. Is that what it is? <laughs> uh so Twitter is uh <laughs> Is basically saying that Kevin Feige has confirmed that Charlie Cox is back as Daredevil. Um, but I'm going back to his quote. He he says basically, if you were to see Daredevil in upcoming things, Charlie Cox would be playing him. So he hasn't. They haven't really confirmed that he's back. They've basically just said, you know, if we ever do anything with this character again, it's going to be this actor. And and good, great. Um, but you know, come on, calm down, Twitter. I know that's that's what Twitter is for. But uh, you know. Calm down. Go crazy when he actually gets cast in something. Right now, it's just it's just it's just a big if. And that sort of brings us to our final topic for the day: Spider-Man across the Spider Verse (parentheses part one, close parentheses). Uh, they dropped a trailer for the next entry into the Spider Verse saga. A couple years ago, they made a movie called. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spider, Spider, Spider. And, uh, that featured our, our new Spider-Man, well animated, our new animated Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I honestly, as for, as for as much as I love the Tom Holland, Spider-Man movies, and for as much as I tolerate the Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man movies, and for as much as the Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man movies happened. I honestly think Into the Spider-Verse was the best Spider-Man movie we've, we've ever had. It was so good. it was so innovative and beautiful and emotional and smart and funny. Uh, it just it, it had so many things going for it. I really, really loved that movie. Um, they really evolved the characters. they showed us new sides of the characters. they showed us new uh, interpretations of the villains. Uh, I just it was just so well done. I, I loved uh, Miles Morales. I loved seeing. Uh, new representation I loved seeing uh, a diverse cast I mean I know again it's animated but it was still nice to uh, nice to see that it, it wasn't just white Peter Parker again um, saving white Mary Jane Watson again um you know it was just it was cool to see that diversity on screen even if it was just animated characters so I hadn't I, I hadn't even heard that they were making another one I assumed they would because it made a billion dollars um like every big, spider related property these days. So I assumed they eventually would make another one, but I hadn't heard anything about it. And then they just dropped a trailer for it today. Um, it wasn't really that much of a trailer. It was like a short scene followed by another very short scene. Um, so it was only about two minutes long, but, uh, it was still very exciting because it was just really cool to be back in that, that world. The animation style is so bright and vibrant and colorful and fun. Um, it's so interesting the way they do it because it's like, it's kind of 3d, but it's also got layers of 2d on it. So it kind of looks like a comic book drawing, but then it has texture and, and shading and lighting. And it's just so cool, man. Like I just, I really like it. So when I saw the trailer, I was very excited and, um, you know, it features the same same voice cast and uh, and some new characters. It looks like Oscar Isaac is going to be in this next one. Uh, lo- uh, love me some Oscar Isaac. And um, I'm curious, I, I, I am curious if there's going to be diminishing returns for these Spider movies, simply because Into the Spider-Verse was just so good. It was so groundbreaking. No one had ever seen anything like it before. So are people going to be expecting that feeling again? for this sequel. I understand that, you know, you, sometimes, sometimes a movie is just lightning in a bottle and you can't recreate that magic again. So I'm certainly not expecting, I'm not, I'm not expecting the game to be changed again, like it was the first time. Um, but can they do something new? What are they going to show us? Now? I think clearly they have an idea for what to do and for where to go with this, because as I mentioned, it's, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So it would stand to reason there's going to be a Part 2, which further stands to reason that they have a vision and a goal for where this is going to go. Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, me. And yes, it's going to be great. And they do have a good idea, and um, you're going to love it. Speaking of abrupt conversational segues... Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube movie reactions. Have you guys done this? I started last year because uh, right around the time that the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer came out, I just saw in my YouTube recommended videos that someone was reacting to Ghostbusters for the first time, the, the original. So I watched it, and it was just so charming to, to get to experience something that I love through the eyes of someone experiencing it for the first time. I find that so interesting. Um people on Twitter were doing that with um some kids reacting to uh, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Um you know, kids who 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 didn't grow up with his music and didn't grow up knowing that that song was a certified banger, hearing it and 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 being like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." So I I watched that Ghostbusters reaction and it was obviously positive because it's a perfect movie. And then I just kind of fell down this rabbit hole of watching more movie reactions. And now there are whole channels dedicated strictly to that. People who post two or three times a week watching a, a movie for the first time. And it just happens that it's movies that I love because I grew up in a time where, you know, these major hits these huge blockbusters were getting released every year but for a younger generation it's hard to it's hard to go back it's hard to look back at a movie from you know 1989 or whatever and think oh i really want to watch this you know when you're a kid when i when i was a kid when i was a kid in the 90s i didn't want to watch anything from the 70s so i understand why a lot of these kids are are haven't seen any of these movies until now um and I'm reaping the benefits of that because I'm getting to see them experience the Goonies and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and uh Jurassic Park uh and it's it's also a way this is so awful it's also a way for me to rewatch that movie without having to really spend the time to rewatch it because those movies are two hours long and these reviews are like 20 minutes. So, um and even worse, I watch them at two times speed. So, all of the work that that person did to make that video for me and I'm I'm watching it in two times the speed. So disrespectful. Um but yeah, I th- I love these channels and um I told Erica that she should start a reaction channel because she's such a good reactor. She's the kind of person that like legitimately yells at the screen and 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 cries out loud and laughs out loud uh and it's just so, it's so fun to watch her react to things now she has seen a lot of movies so she she might not have a chance to be reacting to these things for the first time but um I still think it would do really well i think she's she's very pretty and she's got a bubbly personality so i think people will want to watch her anyway so i i am I've been trying for a year to get this started. Now she's really just waiting on me because she can't, she can't do this by herself. She can't edit video. She can't even shoot video by herself unless she's doing it on her phone. And your boy is just a little too, um, too much of a perfectionist to let her shoot this on her phone. Now at my last job, I had access to uh, a camera and lens and audio equipment that would make this uh, a snap. Obviously at my current job, I have access to that too, but these are like, you know, $17,000 cinema cameras that record in 4k or 6k. Probably not the best to shoot, uh, footage of someone just sitting there for two and a half hours. Um, because it would take up 10 terabytes every time we did one of these things. So I got to figure it out, but, uh, but let me know if that sounds like something you'd be interested in. And I told her like, you know, you can either do this by yourself or I could do it with you where, you know, maybe it's, um, the perspective of a filmmaker and the perspective of someone who isn't a filmmaker and then we can actually talk about it and kind of, um, you know, analyze the movie afterwards. But I think that would be a really cool channel. So let me know if that sounds like something you would like to watch. Um, cause I think I'd like to watch it, but you know, I, I could watch it with literally zero effort. Um, just by watching a movie with her on the couch uh, and not filming it. So I kind of already get it. So let me know if it sounds like something you would want to watch. And maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll go out and buy a little camera and uh, and and shoot some of these in 2022. My friend Andrew has been um, kind of give me shit for not doing this sooner because I mentioned this to him in 2020. And I said, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to do it in 2021. And we didn't we're still figuring things out. You know, 2020 was a terrible year and 2021 was just kind of an extension of 2020. So we're, we're, we're growing, we're learning, we're figuring things out. I'm in this new space. You know, I got to, I, I'm trying to figure out this podcast and this is obviously very important. So I don't want to give this up. That's sarcasm. This is not important. But I have been enjoying it, uh, and I and I probably will do this until it feels like work, because right now it just feels like me talking. Um, although I will say, I'm going to try to start having other people on, um, namely Andrew, my man, Drew. Uh, we're trying to work through how to get him to record things because uh, he lives in Virginia. And so uh, I think he and I would would really have a good time making this podcast, but I don't know how to record it both of us doing this. Um, so we're going to figure that out. I want to have Erica on. She said that she wants to talk about things that people don't know a lot about, namely flight attendant flight at flight attending flight attendants, attending flights and other things um and my friend Patrick who lives in a van and my friend Adam who's another videographer uh you know i have a lot of friends <laughs> believe me i have a lot of friends okay i just choose not to hang out with anyone um i have i know a lot of people let's put it that way i know a lot of people uh who would probably make for great podcast interviews um so i'm going to try to figure out how to get a second microphone in here and do some interviews talk to people uh because surely listening to me talk about Marvel and Ghostbusters, um, can, can only be entertaining for so long. Exactly. (laughs) So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to cut this short. It was a, it was a, it was a very light week. Not a lot of things happened, so I don't have a whole lot to talk about, but I do appreciate you listening. So I'm going to cut this short. Not every podcast has to be an hour. In fact, They should all probably be a little bit shorter. So we're going to start that now. I'm going to set this trend of making podcasts shorter. Make podcasts shorter again. MPSA. I'm going to get a red hat. No, I'm not even going to joke about that. Uh, I'm annoyed that I even said that. Thank you for listening. This has been episode three of Oh Super Cool. Um, Not my best. (laughs) But hey, we did it. And, uh, and that is surely something to celebrate. So thanks again for listening. Hope you guys have a great week and I will see you in the next one.